in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon at 106. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on this Wednesday on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is dipietro.com. As I mentioned, it's actually now 107 on this Wednesday, September 7th. The Massachusetts primary was yesterday. The Rhode Island primary is coming up next Tuesday, September 13th. And this portion of the program uh, is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Folks, a delicious meal. Now, over the next few days, uh, the weather, obviously, it's dry, so you could sit outside. But um, over the next couple of days, the Lodge Pub and Eatery, whether your football season kicks off tomorrow night with the NFL in action, and then this Saturday, of course, college game day, and then you have the Patriots, the NFL kicks off on Monday. So it's all happening, folks, at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, whether in the dining room or whether or not it is, in fact, sitting out on the deck. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Cove Road in Lincoln. So the FBI seized materials at Mar-a-Lago on a foreign nation's military defenses including nuclear capabilities, people say. Now, that's the story in the Washington Post. Very, very explosive. Some of the seized documents detail top-secret U.S. operations so closely guarded, many senior national security officials are kept in the dark about them. Records that deal with such programs are kept under lock and key, almost always in a secure compartmented information facility with a designated control officer to keep careful tabs on the location. However, such documents were stored at Mar-a-Lago with uncertain security more than 18 months after President Trump left the White House. So, listen, you you can't ignore the story. I know some people want to go off into different directions on it. Because they get the email, but I would argue that some people are losing credibility on this story. Now, unless I'm missing something, I think Team Trump have been somewhat quiet on this story. And there's speculation about which country it was. So this is the Washington Post story. Now, right now, if you think everything is fake news, everything's fake news, and everybody just makes everything up, if you are that delusional... And live in that world, then you don't. I'm, you're not. You don't want to hear what I'm going to tell you, because I'm telling you they wouldn't print this story if they didn't have have enough to back it up. A document describing a foreign government's military defenses, including nuclear capabilities, found by FBI agents who searched President Trump's residence, according people according to people familiar with the matter. Underscoring concerns by U.S. intelligence officials, classified material stashed in the Florida property. Who are the names on this? Devlin Barrett and Carol Lenog, or Lenning, right? Carol Lenning, yes. Some of the seized documents detail top secret U.S. operations so closely guarded Many senior national security officials are kept in the dark about them. Only the president, some members of his cabinet, or a near cabinet level official could authorize our other government officials to know details of these special access programs, according to people familiar with the search, who spoke condition, anonymity, who described sensitive details of an ongoing investigation. Documents about such highly classified operations require special clearances on a need-to-know basis, not just top-secret clearance. Some special access programs can have as few as a couple of dozen government personnel authorized to know of an operation's existence. 
Records that deal with such programs are kept under lock and key, almost always in a secure, compartmented information facility. Designated control offs keep careful tabs on their location. But such documents were stored at Mar-a-Lago more than 18 months. After months of trying, according to government court filings, the FBI recovered more than 300 classified documents this year. 184 in a set of 15 boxes sent to the National Archives and Records Administration in January. 38 more handed over by a Trump lawyer to investigators in June. And more than 100 additional documents unearthed in the court-approved search on August 8th. It was in this last batch of government secrets the people familiar with the matter said that the information about a foreign government's nuclear defense readiness was found. These people did not identify the foreign government in question, say where the documents were found, or offer additional details about one of the Justice Department's most sensitive national security investigations. We can certainly speculate, but Christopher Kais, a lawyer for Trump, decried leaks about the case which he said continue with no respect for the process. This does not serve well the interests of justice. Spokesperson for the Justice Department the FBI declined to comment. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence is conducting a risk assessment to determine how much potential harm was posed by the removal from government custody of hundreds of classified documents. Now, the Washington Post previously reported that FBI agents who searched President Trump's home were looking in part for any classified documents relating to nuclear weapons. After that story published, Trump compared on social media to a host of previous government investigations into his conduct. Nuclear weapons issue is a hoax, just like Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax. Two impeachments were a hoax. Mueller investigation was a hoax and much more. Same sleazy people involved, he wrote going on to suggest the FBI agents may have planted evidence against him. A grand jury subpoena issued May 11 demanded the return of all documents or writings in the custody of control Donald J. Trump, or the office of Donald J. Trump, bearing classification markings, including top secret and the lesser categories of secret and confidential. The subpoena issued to Trump's custodian of records then listed more than two dozen Subclassifications of documents, including S slash FRD, abbreviation for formally restricted data, which is reserved for information that relates primarily to the military use of nuclear weapons. Despite the formally in the title, the term does not mean the information is no longer classified. One person familiar with the Mar-a-Lago search said the goal of the comprehensive list was to ensure recovery of all classified records on the property and not just those that investigators had reasonably might be there. Investigators grew alarmed, according to one person familiar with the search, as they began to review documents retrieved from the club's storage closet, Trump's residence and his office. The team soon came upon records that are extremely restricted. So much that even some of the senior most national security officials in the Biden administration weren't authorized to review them. One government filings alluded to this information when noted that counterintelligence FBI agents and prosecutors investigating Mar-a-Lago were not authorized at first to review some of the materials seized. Among the 100 plus classified documents, some were marked HCS, category highly classified government information that refers to HU Mint control systems, which the systems use to protect intelligence gathered from secret human sources, according to a court filing. A partially unsealed affidavit said documents found in the boxes that were sent to the National Archives in January related to the foreign intelligence surveillance. There's also material that was never meant to be shared with foreign nations. The investigation of possible mishandling of classified information, as well as possible hiding, tampering, or destruction of government records grew even more complex Monday when the federal judge granted Trump's request to appoint a special master. 
to review the material seized in the August 8th search, weed out documents that may be covered by executive privilege, a legal standard that, as applies to former presidents, is poorly defined. Now, we'll have more on that with our legal analyst, Attorney Tim Dodd, tomorrow. U.S. District Court Judge Eileen Cannon ruled the special master also sift through all the nearly 13,000 documents and items the FBI took to identify any that may be protected by attorney-client privilege. Even though the Justice Department lawyers said a filter team had already completed the task. Cannon's ruling could slow down and complicate the government's criminal probe, particularly if the Justice Department decides to appeal over the unsettled, tricky questions of what executive privilege a former president may have. The judge ruled that investigators cannot use the seized material in their investigation until the special master concludes his or her examination. A special master is yet to be appointed. Candidates asked Trump and the Justice Department to agree on a list of qualified candidates by this Friday. Legal experts noted the Justice Department can still interview witnesses, use other evidence, present information to a grand jury while the special master examines the seized material. Boy, this is lengthy. In her order, Cannon said the appointment of a special master necessary to ensure the appearance of fairness and integrity. She also reasoned the special master could mitigate potential harm to Trump by way of improper disclosure of some sort of information to the public. Keis, the Trump lawyer, cited the part of the judge's reasoning in his statement when he denounced leaks in the case. Cannon wrote, Trump's position as a former president means the stigma associated with the subject's league of its own, blah, blah, blah. While the FBI search has drawn strong condemnation from Trump and his allies, um, it accused the Justice Department acting with political malice against the past president. Some Republicans have said the action might have been necessary. In an interview that aired Friday, former Trump attorney William Barr said there's no reason classified documents should be at Mar-a-Lago. People say this was unprinted, but it's also unprecedented for a president to take all the classified information and put them in a country club. So I'm going to play some of Barr. So, folks, that is the Washington Times piece. Now, I get it. Right now, there are some people shaking their head. It's all fake news. I can't believe you believe this. It's all lies. It's, I, I, I just, it, it's a moving narrative. I want to play, this was Bill Barr with this uh, interview that he did on, on Fox News. Let's hear it. I'm skeptical of this claim that I declassified everything, you know, because frankly, I think it's highly improbable. Uh, and second, if in fact he sort of stood over uh, scores of boxes, not really knowing what was in them and said, I hereby declassify everything in here, that would be such an abuse uh, and, uh, uh, that, uh, and show such recklessness that it's almost worse than taking the documents. To that point, though, um, there's, there's some questions over the timeline. Uh, and there are some who fall in the camp of this was, you know, looking at the unprecedented nature of a raid of a former president's home like this, that perhaps there was more room for the authorities to obtain these materials without raiding the president's home while he was not even there. Do you think this type of, um, this raid was, was avoidable? Do you think a second subpoena, for example, could have been issued? Well, I think there, whether the raid was reasonable under the circumstances, whether there's in fact a case to be made, and, and whether or not as a matter of prudential judgment that case should be brought depend on two questions. The, the character of those top secret documents and secret documents, how sensitive were they? Uh, and and uh, uh, second, how raw is the evidence of deceit and obstruction? Do they have really good evidence from people who are involved? Of what do you deceit? think the answer to that is? I personally think for them to have taken things to the current point, they probably have pretty good evidence. But that's speculation. And until we see that, it's hard to say. Now, let me just say, uh, I think the driver on this from the beginning was, the, was you know, loads of classified information sitting in Mar-a-Lago. People say this was unprecedented. Well, it's also unprecedented for a president to take all this classified information and put him in a country club, okay? And how, how long is the government going to uh, try to get that back? You know, they jawbone for a year. They were deceived on the voluntary uh, actions taken. Uh, they then went and got a subpoena. They were deceived on that, uh, they feel. 
and the record, the facts are starting to show that they were being jerked around. And and so how long, you know, how long do they wait? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Well, folks, I have another story I want to get into, and and this is fast developing here. But let's see. You want to hear this? Listen to this. This is 121. Now, I'm working on a story on DePetro.com. It's the John DePetro Show. Listen to this on AM 1380 and then 9.9 FM. I'm working on a story. There is a student at CCRI who is telling the school that he identifies as a dragon or lizard, excuse me. So he is marching around. In, a, in basically a dragon costume. I'm going to have pictures on it. Now I'm also seeing this. In the past, it's Mary Brimmer, North Kingston. I'm going to try to get her on. In the past 24 hours, it's come to my attention. Two students, at least two North Kingstown schools, identify, they're saying they identify as a cat. To that end, they may have been accommodated by the North Kingstown School Department with the litter box in the public school bathrooms. She said, I have no reason to doubt my sources. I need pictures of the litter boxes in the school bathroom. You can send them through private message or text them to her. So this is so bizarre that this is now being allowed. That this is actually happening. This this is, I am hearing this from more, first you have the, the situation at North Kingstown. First, you have the situation at CCRI. So, and now you have, I mean, this is just, so there is someone that I'm going to, where do you see this story? He says he was walking around CCRI and he is saying that he identifies as a lizard. And so that's how he's now marching around the school in in a lizard costume. It is so bizarre. Let me see if I this North this North Kingstown thing. Um, hold on, right now on litter box. Let me see if I can get her. I think this is yes. I think that's her. I mean, is this, wow, let me see if I can get her right now, and I want to, um, all right, it's Mary Brimmer, folks, again, good afternoon, right now, it is uh, 124, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, it's AM 13, hi, Mary, hey, good, can you come on the radio with me, quick, quick, okay, folks, on the line with us, uh, for North Carolina. Kingstown is our friend Republican Mary Brimmer. Good afternoon, Mary. Hi, John. Can you? I'm responding to the Facebook. Have, have you gotten any pictures yet? Is this true that there are two students they're accommodating on this? This is what I am told from two highly reliable sources, very credible people, um, whose reputations and jobs might be on the line if they were lying to me. Uh, my understanding is that in the high school and in Davisville Middle School, there is a student um, in each one that is being accommodated with a litter box because they identify as a cat. It, it, you know, it, can you, is this new that the schools are asking people, is this because of, the, like, can, can you have some back, what, what's the background on this? Well, is this it's, new it's that so, now? It's so, it's so crazy. It takes a minute to digest it. <laughs> I mean, I I can't even recall the first time I heard this, but within the last week or two, I heard people joking about there's a a student being accommodated with a litter box, and I didn't take it seriously myself. And then I saw um, in back-to-school posts comments uh, about this litter box issue, so I pressed and questioned uh, parents, was this true? And they said, yes, it is. And given our school department administration, and I want to be very careful to isolate the teachers from this. I'm talking about the school committee and the school administration that tells teachers and students what they have to do. Okay, this is on them. And if this is true, I've put out a request for pictures. My phone has been blowing up and and I'm hearing that this is going on in Coventry as well. 
And so the reason I put it out there, and I rarely use social media for politics because, especially on Facebook, it is not a platform that fosters civil discourse and debate, right? It's very hostile. It's it's toxic. So I just don't do it. But that is the platform I chose to use today to say, is there pictures? Does anybody have pictures? You know, can parents get in the building? Um, we, I'd like to confirm this because it's so ridiculous. And yet, if you Google this issue, apparently this is something happening all around the country. So I'm assuming that this is post-pandemic, stress, anxiety, mental illness, and it needs to be addressed. And, and I'm going to be the one to go out there and say it. Nobody should be surprised about school shootings when you hear about something like this and it's all being ignored that there's willful blindness going on by all of the adults in charge so i'm going to be the one today to stick my neck out on the line and say if this is true there's got to be some accountability from the adults in charge there has to be all right is that are they in in north kingstown do we know if these are boys or girls we don't know okay i I don't are they dressing are they dressing as a cat's I heard uh, one student that one of the students hissed at another student. That the, the student, one of these students who identifies as a cat, has hissed at other students. Because I, I just learned there is this morning I learned it there is a student at CCRI, who I believe it's a male. Did you see this? He's saying he identifies as a lizard. He is walking around C- CCRI in a dragon outfit. It's kind of of scary. It's not even Halloween yet. But Mary, is this, is it a new policy is what I'm trying to find out, that the school department in North Kingstown is accommodating or asking, like, how did this come about? Is it, is, are they now saying, like, asking questions of parents and students, how do you identify? And then it's an offshoot of that? Do the parents have to okay it? I have been informed that there are are a number of surveys that are being sent out to parents and to students that are highly sexualized, um, you know, very hyper-focused on gender and uh, gender ideology. Um, I'm not in receipt of those surveys because I no longer have a student um, in a school system. Thank God mine's graduated and and out of college, but um, this is what I'm being told from parents, and I've seen it on social media, some of them shared. So, I, my reason for putting it out there, number one, is to prove or disprove it today. Okay, this doesn't serve me to lie about it. I'm not getting any positive attention for it. Trust me, unless it's true. But if if it is true, there's a student or students and their families that need help. All right, and it's difficult to get mental health in Rhode Island right now, especially for children. It is at least a three month wait for an appointment. So first of all, my heart, my empathy goes out. I happen to live with a psychiatrist who's running for school committee, okay? Because he's concerned about the mental illness and the welfare for our children, what's going on. So I I just want the public to think about this for a minute as outlandish and ridiculous as it sounds. Pull your child aside when they get home today and ask them if it's true and believe the answer they give you. Because it would have never occurred to me as a parent to ask my daughter, did she get naked in anybody's closet at school? And that went on for 20 years in North Kingstown, right. 20 years plus, and nobody asked a question. So, again, I'm sticking my neck out on the line. This doesn't please me to to go here and, and, and bring this up, but I'm going to look out for the welfare of children and say, you need to be asking your students what's going on over there, because I don't trust this school department. I wouldn't let them walk my German shepherd, let alone educate my child right now, based on the things that I hear. But just to repeat, Mary and folks, and again, good afternoon. It's the John DePietro Show. We're hearing that students in North Kingstown, two of them have told the administration or at their school that they identify as a cat. And as a result of that, the schools have put litter boxes in the, the whatever the restroom is, whether it's a male or female. Um, and Mary's also hearing this is going on at possibly some other schools. I, I'm just curious, Mary, I, there's also, I know you're mentioning mental health, but I, I just wonder, is this a prank? Is this, no, you know, I don't think that this, somebody I, I, doing I do it to not, get attention? No, uh, no I, don't, I don't believe that to be the case at all. This is not, the, the people that have been reporting this to me hold positions of public trust 
and responsibility. They, everybody is frustrated. They feel like their voices aren't heard. I mean, you've been following the nonsense in North Kingstown for the last two years. We have one school committee member who insists on having gender, uh, you know, neutral bathrooms all over the schools. Okay, oh, the, the 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 building codes don't allow for it. There has to be a set number of male and female restrooms in every public building based on the occupancy of the building. You can't just arbitrarily go through and make. I, I know, but a litter box, that, a, a litter, litter box, box, I mean, that's... What are we going to do if a student says he or she identifies as a rhinoceros or a hippopotamus, we're going to go outside and build a pen but, for them? Come but on. just the practical nature of it, um, it would be lack of privacy. It also, it could be a health situation. I don't know how they are performing what they have to, unless it's like an adult litter box. Like, is it... I, I don't know. It sounds like I, I don't, we I don't need know. to wait to find out imagine. more. Yeah. Yep. And that's why I'm urging any parents, um, you know, if you have photos of litter boxes in the school bathrooms, you may text them or private message me with them, sure. send them to John, forward them on to me. Yeah. Um, but we want, I want to prove or disprove. I hope it's, I hope it's, <laughs> I hope it's wrong, but I don't believe that it is. And we need to start questioning everything. Huh. When you see surveys that are highly sexualized and gender ideology, you need to start asking yourself, maybe this is real. And is this really safe for everybody? Again, and what, this is. One of the students children. was hissing at other students as the cat. Yeah, one that identifies as a yeah. cat, I'm told from uh, the parent of the child hissed at that, yes, they were. Do you also at. hear about the student that apparently identifies as a dog and he was chasing cars in the school parking lot? Did you hear about I that? I did not hear that. <laughs> Which school was that? <laughs> It's very disturbing, Mary. I wish they would just focus on reading, writing, and arithmetic. But all right. Well, listen. We'll follow up. This I'd like the. We're going to follow up on the story, Mary. Thank you for joining us on short notice. Thanks, John. All Take right, care. Folks, there Bye-bye. it is, Mary Brimmer. It is bizarre. Um, I I don't know what to. We're going to follow up on that, but it's out there, and I'm going to do a story. I have the pictures of this kid. Or whoever this individual is, I shouldn't say kid. This individual at CCRI, and he, you know, everyone's back in school. So I think it's it's a new choice that you tell them how you identify. And this is, I, I don't know if it's male or female, but they are walking around, and I'm going to post this on the website, in he says he identifies as a lizard. He is walking around CCRI with the full webbed feet and claws as hands. He's in the cafeteria and he's got the full mask on. He's basically, it's basically someone, he identifies as a lizard, hisses in class, started in the summertime. He is walking around in a lizard costume is really what it is. And they're saying it's a it's a huge distraction, as you can imagine. So that is now this could be I mean, let's just think this through for a little bit. I, I'm not convinced about I'm not the the, the mental health um, situation. I'm not it, it to me. It could be it to me. It's there's you know, there's a lot. Well, maybe it is mental health. I mean, part of it could be the prank. Part of it could be the prank. Um, uh, part of it, I mean, the kids at the Columbine, they were outcasts, right? They were absolutely outcasts, and they were walking around with the trench coats. So, I mean, that could be part of it. But that, the school putting in the litter boxes, I, I will have a full story up on petro.com coming up but the school catering to it and putting up the litter boxes or putting out litter boxes I should say that's that's a different level that is um I, I don't I don't I I don't know <laughs> now here's the other problem though folks with a public school people know you 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 know, they, they are entitled to go. I'm just wondering, is this becoming because of, you know, the whole thing with pronouns and how people identify? 
And so now this is a way of the kids are saying that that's how they identify, so to speak, um, in, in a mocking way. And I think it's in a mocking way. Um, there's, there's also danger. You don't know exactly who's in the costume. When you see, and I'll post these, The and I'm not kidding around. I heard about this. I'm going to do a story on it. You just heard Mary that posted on it. She's very involved in NK. So at 136, you're listening to the John DePietro show. I heard about this, and now it is starting to come out. But here's the thing. You got to see pictures. There need to be pictures. We're hearing that there are students that the schools have put out litter boxes for the students to relieve themselves because they identify as cats. And they sit as a cat in the classroom. You know, that is, you want to talk about a distraction for the other kids. I mean, that's just another level. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. For all your propane needs. In Massachusetts, 508 252 59 for Propane Plus. Three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery. They offer online billing. Schedule a service delivery at the click of a button. Receive a free safety inspection. It's Propane Plus. Call them today. And they also have a very user-friendly, very user-friendly website. It's propaneplus.com. Residential or commercial, you just type in your zip code and they'll give you uh, more information and a quote. Propane Plus, go with the professionals. Switch, make the switch to propane. And if you're a builder, farm owning people now are thinking maybe we'll have, we'll offer propane instead. 401 885 4209 or 508 252 3359 for propane plus. It's what? I, I really admit, I know that sounds, listen, it sounds bizarre because it is bizarre. I've heard about this. We'll get it posted. It's very odd. Now, she said if you Google it, um, let me try to do it right now at 138. Uh, kids, I guess kids identify as, are they calling it furries? So then, is this a new thing? Um, let's see. Claims of litter boxes in school restrooms. So it is happening. Eight-year-old girl identifies as a cat. So you have more and more kids that are identifying as furry animals. Um, school supports decision to identify as a cat allows her to be nonverbal in class. Hmm, that's odd. So, you imagine you don't answer the teacher anymore, and you don't have to participate in class discussion because you're saying you identify as a cat. School, oh, that's the school in Australia. Uh, The unnamed teenage girl, she's in eighth grade. She's allowed to act like a feline nonverbal at the private school. Let's see. At one point, the student was acting odd after having some catnip. There's no protocol for students identifying as animals, but you can do it as long as it doesn't disrupt the school. Uh, The student was seen hissing and then having her meal out of a bowl on the floor. Hmm. A senator there demanded an end. Can we just stop this right now? You go to school to learn. You're not a cat. You're a little girl. Um, Let's see. Previously, there were an incident. Four female students were uh, walking on all fours and cutting holes in the uniform to leave room for a tail. They were identifying as either foxes or cats. Um, One parent alleged one of the girls screamed another for sitting on her tail. But they don't, they don't have tails. 
back in January of this year, a school in Michigan provided litter boxes for students who identify as furries. Now, this is, um, I, I, I think, I think they need to focus. So this is going on in Rhode Island classrooms where you now see what I think is wrong is the school providing the litter box. If, if a child is saying, I identify as a cat, um, I think they should talk to the parents, but I also think they should not accommodate them by disciplining a student. Got to, I'm reading now, a student got detention for sitting on another student's tail. Well, I mean, students should not, I mean, they don't. It's it's a mate. It's a fake tail, right? It's not a real tail. Um, folks, at one forty-two. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety-nine point nine FM. So that's odd. The litter box should be placed in the room. They have to defecate in the litter box, or or they're not felines. Um, thank you, Debbie. Well, but there. They're saying the litter boxes have to be almost like a, a like an old phone booth, so they then now they also need their own private uh, restroom. So you have those that identify as male, those that identify as female, and now now that is in North Kingstown where they have the litter box for. In the past, it's been girls. I don't know, but I can tell you at CCRI. The kid is walking around dressed as a lizard. Again, I will have the story up a little bit later uh, after 2 o'clock on DePetro.com. It is, um, well, you just heard, folks, and I want to be very clear. Mary Mary Brimmer is is North North Kingstown GOP. So it's not that I'm, you know, I've met her. I, I know her. She holds office. Um, in uh, in North Kingstown. So let me pull up exactly. So this is not. I I've been hearing about this. Mary Berman, North Kingstown. Yeah, she's on the town council. I thought so. So she is a member of the town council, and they have a problem now. Some may say, well, it's not a problem. They put the litter box out. But they have a problem, and apparently it's also going on in Coventry and other schools where they're allowing the children to announce what they identify as. And so some children are now claiming animals, that they identify as animals. So that's interesting. Governor McKee announces $5 million to address homelessness, expand you know, Mike McDally, who we had on earlier, was really also terrific when he talked about, you know, they've driven out so many businesses. Now everything is just like they're giving money away to small businesses. That's what it's become. But we will follow up on that, the whole cat in the litter box thing. I don't, um, I, I'm going to say this, folks, at 144. And again, we're trying to get more specifics. Good afternoon. On this Wednesday at 144 on this Wednesday, September 7th, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I'm going to say, see, I don't think the teacher, whether it's in North Kingstown or I don't think they should allow. So you have apparently two students that they're saying to the school, the new thing is you you announce what you identify as. Now, I believe it was designed to say if if a boy or male identifies as a female or a female identifies as a male or if somewhere in between the whole binary thing but so now you have some students that are claiming they at least two are identifying as felines as cats but a couple things about the north kingstown situation now keep in mind they were also allowing the naked fat test i don't think they should allow the students to lie on a rug in the back that's wrong. They should have to sit at a desk. One of the students is saying she identifies as a cat, so she's nonverbal. 
so she doesn't have to participate in classroom discussion. And then when someone walked close to her, she hissed at them. I don't think that should be allowed. I don't think, you know, the school apparently gave a student detention because they said he either sat or stepped on the student's tail. I don't think they should have punished that individual because they they apparently one of them may or they both might they if they have a tail it's it's not a real tail it's it's something they're attaching to their outfit so and this business of walking on all fours around um now students are complaining it's a distraction i get that and instead of taking it seriously the teachers in north kingstown are reprimanding anyone complaining saying that they're insensitive to the students and how they identify and so you know this whole business folks see this is the democrat party and by the way this is mckee's rhode island this if you're a dan mckee voter they're fully on board the pronouns so the pronouns are him or her or Female, feline, male, feline. I agree with the individual that said this nonsense. Well, Mary, this nonsense has to stop. You're, you're not a cat. You're a young girl. So you need to stop this. And the parents that are going along with it and saying, well, you know, what are we supposed to do? She identifies as a cat. No, I don't believe that. Um, I think a lot of it is just, um, I believe, without having, and I'll get more information about it, I think it's more, come on, kids are like playing, I think it's like a prank, I think it becomes a joke, It like how long can this go on, the school year just started, maybe there's wagering involved, where does that end? North Kingstown is allowing students to come into school claiming they identify as cats and they put litter box in the restrooms. I think um, that that's that's not the solution. I think if and again, I don't have all the details, but if I were the principal, I would demand a meeting with the parents and say, you know, and apparently it's females. We don't know if there are. As I said, there was a report in, I think, Coventry. Or Johnston of a, a student that said he identified as a dog, but then they almost had an incident out in the parking lot because then he was chasing cars. Um, I think the parents should be brought in, and see, this is all part of you have to. The schools are supposed to accommodate how the children identify and by their pronouns. But I, I agree with those. Um, that say it's gone too far. You know, it's kind of the, remember that like the Groucho Marx had the, the great, great, I thought at the time it was funny, the great line where he says, that's, you know, that's right, doctor. My my brother thinks he's a chicken. We'd talk him out of it, but we need the eggs. Um, I think I could even find that. But who would ever think that, I mean, that was a joke that comedian Groucho Marx told. Not that it was you know, that, that it was actually happening. But this, you know, this is also, I just got an email from a mother saying this is all part of parents aren't sure, you know, they, they want to be there. Um, the friend of the child, a lot of woke parents are big on, um, a lot of woke parents are, big on this whole business of like who am I to judge so well you're 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 a parent and the, the you it is it's up to the parent to judge I don't think that, that you know the parents should you're not doing the child a favor by putting the child on the bus and sending them off to school dressed as a cat and then the child is uh, hissing and meowing and purring, and then insisting on laying on a rug in in the the classroom. That is not a solution. But let me let me also say this: where 
the school is wrong is the young, the boy that got detention because the cat claimed that the boy stepped on her tail. Um, I don't think, I don't think the school should have gone along with that. Now, this business of in North Kingstown, they're putting litter boxes in the in the restrooms for the children that identify as cats to use. I think that they they're to me, you're partly responsible for this type of behavior. And you know, I know that Governor McKee doesn't want to talk about it. And that is the new that is the Democrat Party. However they identify, you know, who am I to judge? Um, but that it's, um, there was also I, something I saw on, um, somebody had put out where these woke women, I think there were women saying that teenage boys, if I have this correctly, they were saying teenage boys, uh, should be called out chastised for, not wanting to engage in relations with gay boy uh, boys who are gay who dress up as women and that they should be condemned. I, I disagree with that. Um, if a young male does not want to engage, there's nothing wrong with a young male. See, they're trying to chastise them and go after them saying there's something wrong and these young teenage guys won't, you know, they're homophobic and they won't uh, kiss or they don't want to have relations with young gay men that dress up as girls. I would say that the fault lies on those that are trying to go after the um, the teenage boys. There is, if a, if a young teenage boy says, uh, no, I'm all set, I... I want to date a girl. I want to have a relationship with a female. I want to kiss a female. I want to have, you know, relations, physical interaction with a female. It's not it's not right for a lot of the progressives that are condemning them, saying, you know, you got to call them out if they're not engaging dating with uh, young males who happen to be gay that dress up as um, as females. And to try to shame the straight boys is, see, that that is the problem with the Democrat party. That is the party the problem with the progressives. So um, right now it's 153. Now, again, I'm going to follow up with Mary. I have been hearing rumor of this after the program. Again, it's the John DePietro Show. I'll have it up. I'm going to start with the... The guy who he's claiming he identifies as a lizard. And I have video and pictures. He is walking around CCRI. I'm not sure. I just got an email. Is it CCRI Lincoln or Warwick Campus? I think it's Warwick, but I'm not positive. But that part is true. And then I started hearing parents complaining about the students that are using a litter box in the North Kingstown schools because they identify as cats. So we'll get both of those nailed down. Folks, it's 154. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Hey, this portion of the program, by the way, it's my health. Whether you're a human or a cat, Maria's hemp and CBD products for pets as well. But it's my health. 1099 Menden Road, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality and integrity. Local products, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products. It's my health. Pop it and see Mark Marie, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. She's open today. Hey, folks, you want to stay nice and healthy. What I also want to encourage you is Marie has tremendous selection of different teas. Come on, it's September. It's a new month. Try a different tea. She also has great spices that can be very healthy and tasty if you put in some of your food. And hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. It's my health. Pop it and see the queen of health, Marie. 1099 
Menden Road in Cumberland. So the debate last night, things are definitely heated up. I mean, the gloves are off. Primary day in Rhode Island is next Tuesday. Governor McKee last night, he withstood the challenge of the Channel 12 debate. I thought it was a little discombobulated. Uh, And they only had four candidates, by the way, compared with Channel 10 had five. But I think it was like a little too rigid. In the very beginning, they let the answers to me go on way too long. They weren't answering questions. They were giving full diatribe, you know, two-minute answers, three-minute answers. I thought it just went on a little bit long. Helena, folks, CVS executive, former, had a very good night or best night. Does she has enough? Does she have enough time to try to close the gap? Governor McKee feels very strong. He answered all the questions about the FBI probe, and then Nellie Gorbea continues to run into problems with this election. So that also remains to um, the uh, the early voting is underway. The mail ballots are underway. How about Nellie Gorbea? Problem with the Spanish mail ballots, folks. Boy, that sounds like it's going to be an accurate fair election. Imagine Nelly on either the night of the 13th or the 14th. They'll announce she won because of Spanish mail ballots. Folks, this portion of the program brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Stop in and see they're waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. So this, um, this business of where the schools, the public schools now, these are public schools that are allowing, you know, you're a student. You tell us what you identify as, and we will accommodate your wishes. I'm going to say that I think that goes too far where they're identifying as animals with pets. Um, you know, if there is a young, if there's, and they're, they're young, right? That girl I was talking about was in eighth grade, whether they're in eighth grade or, but if there is someone that is saying, you know, male or female, I, I identify as a cat or I identify as a dog. Um, you know, I mean, you have to, other than maybe they're joking, maybe they're, they're an actor or actress and put them in the school play. You use those talents instead of allowing them in North Kingstown to use a litter box, have their meals on the floor, lay on the rug in the back of the room. The fact of the matter is they're, they're not a pet. They're not a cat. They're not a dog. They are a young male or female and need to be treated that way. They need to be talked to, bring the parents in. But I, but the schools should not accommodate two students in North Kingstown, both females apparently, who are insisting they're cats. And now North Kingstown schools have brought litter boxes into the restrooms. I, that is totally wrong. Folks, this portion of the program, by the way, Competition shooting supply. Stop in and see John Francis, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. And remember, that's Pawtucket now, 435 Benefit Street, not Providence, Pawtucket. Take the last exit off 95, exit 2A, and you're going to end up right at the intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street. Hang the left, competition shooting supplies, where you can also sell uh, firearms to John Francis or sell them on consignment. Competition shooting supplies. My gun guy, stop in and see John Francis. Right now it's 159. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So now coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news. And again, uh, the Massachusetts races are set with yesterday's primary. And then the Rhode Island primary is next Tuesday. We will be doing Facebook Live later. And in the meantime, enjoy this Wednesday and WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.